0: What's up? What's up? ha, I'm going, my man That's the Southwest Philly Florida, man Shout out to my cousin Burn Shout out to my mom INE fans, welcome to another episode of the Goal Standard, episode forty-six. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the three games that have transpired since we last recorded. Victory against UMass and two losses against Fordham on Saturday. And today I'm recording on Monday against our rival, St. Joe's. Ooh. Um so anything you want to talk about before we get into it? No. I'm good. Let's let's dive in. We have to
1: start talk about UMass to start. It, it feels like a long a long time ago in my mind. But uh I'll try and recall some of the fun things that have happened during that game.
0: Okay. Yeah, you might hear our voices a little bit over the airwaves. Uh we were asked to be on a couple podcasts. So we're putting our own out. So uh you might get tired of our voices, but um <laughs> the content is coming. The yeah, we're grinding. Is, yeah. <laughs> All right. With that, I'm going to start with um I'm going to start with the positive. I'm going to start with the UMass game. Yep. Not going to talk about it in crazy, you know, depth and length because it was, you know, last Wednesday. Um and obviously a lot has happened since then. You know, LaSalle won uh what 78 77 victory against UMass in uh, Amherst at the Mullen Center. Very thrilling win at the time. You know, it's very tough to win in conference play, um, especially if in the past. I don't think LaSalle's had much luck up there. And they came with the victory. It wasn't, you know, it took – I don't think they scored in the last, like, five minutes of the game. But UMass is very talented. They I, I feel like they play a lot of players and don't really have the right mixture of guys. But, yeah. Um. But I mean, LaSalle was able to pull it out. I mean, Jameer Brick is just – was on, in fuego. Mm-hmm. He was, you know – very hot he was hitting a lot of threes I mean that's a key for us for one of our guards but I love and I feel like I say this a lot I love when he looks for a shot and is very aggressive and you know he was a huge factor on you know why LaSalle was able to beat UMass at UMass
1: definitely they I I saw on Twitter UMass Twitter is very strong Mm -hmm. and they were talking a lot about how poorly their rotations were and I don't know I guess some blame is on their coach Frank Martin but you gotta credit Jameer one. I mean, I, I haven't seen him catch fire like that in his career. That was his career high, so that makes sense. But hitting six threes, did did we expect him to become like our best three point shooter? You know what I mean? I I can't
0: answer's probably no. Answer's probably no. It's he's like sneaky. Like you wouldn't think he shoots high percentage, because he doesn't shoot. I feel like he, he passes the... first, usually. Exactly.
1: Yeah but okay. I mean, that was crazy. Six threes. There were times when Dunphy was just standing there watching him cook his opponents. He he gave him the green light. That made me happy. I, I didn't like, you know how some coaches would prefer to pass and, you know, make plays and get other people involved. But in that situation, Dunphy was just like, keep going. Just keep yeah, going huh? until you can't, until you can't, until you miss. You got to ride the hot hand <clears throat> for I mean, sure. It was so exciting so... to watch. And is the, the reason we won that game. Um Amherst, uh I feel like UMass Amherst was not was not that like full. Like I I don't know if that was a factor, like the lack of crowd, a crowd. Like that place always looks like empty as hell. And it's a shame, really. I mean, I know Curry Hicksage and the other UMass fans uh are are set, you know, don't like to admit it, but they've got some work to do on on their side of things to develop their program.
0: Yeah. Um um,
1: we're not alone when it comes to like attendance issues.
0: No, but I think what they'd say is um, I think it fits, what, 9,000. And, you know, it's very difficult to get attendance during the week. And we would yeah. know that as well. Obviously, yeah. I think Saturday games are uh, well, much more well attended. I, I think that is probably conference-wide. um, Maybe not Dayton. Right. Actually, yeah, definitely not Dayton. But <laughs> I think UMass has a lot of uh, – is similar where they don't yeah. get as much on, um, like during the week, I guess it's tough. I don't know if people work, um, uh, in Boston or what it is, but, um, I guess, you know, it makes sense why. Yeah. We'll, we'll call it a true road win though. Of course,
1: mm-hmm. day in and day out, that that is a true road win in the conference, which is huge for us. And we'll take that. And and at that time, when they won that game, I felt really good about
0: our next two opponents. Didn't you rich? <laughs> yeah but before you go before you go that i want to say yeah one, i want to say one more thing um i guess i guess La kind of used to i mean i know you say it's a true road game it is a true road game but la used to playing in front of not that many fans so uh, maybe that <laughs> helped, helped out but um yeah <laughs> i feel like i just like killed your transition but i wanted to get that thought out there
1: no it's fair it's a fair thought we we do uh i don't know when's the last time we played well dayton would. Actually, Dayton was like a week weekday game. I feel like and wasn't like a full, when capacity when we were at Dayton and we shocked them. What was it two years ago? Remember when we beat Dayton at their house? It, I don't it, think it was, I don't think the Cove. crowd was, it was. Oh, that's why. That's why. I'm trying to think of the last time we played against a sold out crowd. Oh, well. I don't know. I can't tell you the last time.
0: Who we played?
1: Nova. Was that sold out? I think. Okay, so sold out in
0: conference.
1: Out. Oh. Yeah, so, I could.
0: I couldn't told you. I couldn't have told you the last time we played a sold out against sold out uh, conference crowd. Yeah. It? Okay. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't told you. Um, but I kill that transition. But I think you were going to say after that momentum. Oh yeah, we we're feeling good. Know, we we're all two and one in conference, and then we have two winnable games against Fordham and St. Joe's. And I guess we can start with Fordham before we get St. Joe's. Ugh. Um killer. Yeah, I mean, f- playing Fordham on Saturday, I think we were down eight to half, and we struggled. That like, um, I'm trying to think of the, of what was the kind of main facts. I feel like Khalil Brantley really kind of carried us and kept us in the game. Um. Yep.
1: It was balanced. It was a balanced yeah. attack. Uh. These. The team I felt like was better like Quisenberry was hitting some weird, crazy shots. And uh you said that transfer was playing pretty well for Ford. No, no,
0: the one that's right. Will Clark, I think he's a freshman. He had like 18, I think a crazy amount of points in the first half. And I don't know if he was on, you know, on a, you know, John Cox's key to the games um, to stop him. But I don't think he was because he's averaging four points. I think he had like 17 or 18. Oh, are you 27? talking about
1: Will you're talking about Will Richardson? Yeah. Number yes, one. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was amazing.
0: He was out like nowhere. Um and mm-hmm. like you say, sometimes, like sometimes like people have career games, the goal and Will Richardson had 17 in the first half, uh, 19 overall as a freshman. Um so you know, he had a really good game. Um But I I really liked the effort that Brantley and Brickus came in like Brantley and gave to kind of you know get us back in the game. Yeah, it was a really exciting stretch there. Um, I think we did turn over the ball a little too much in the first half. Um, I
1: agree. It, it, you're absolutely right. It was, Anwar had six turnovers by himself. Seventeen turnovers total for the team. Yeah. So not ideal. Can't win ball games like that. Fordham only no. had eleven turnovers.
0: Yeah, and oh. I know. Uh, was it who missed the front end of the one-on-one? Like with little time, ago. Uh, I forget Was it Grantley? or was it Shepherd someone missed the, but the thing is the more I look at it about like free throws, and I guess this is like an another really, like when I every I feel like the last three games or maybe on the last two games they shot like sixty eight percent, and that's pretty much like what they've shot at the seat, like what their season average is, yeah, so can I really say uh free throw like they should get better. I mean that is what they average, so I feel like it kind of is what it is. Like that's yeah. we're gonna we don't obviously we want them to shoot a higher percentage, maybe in the seventies, but that's kind of what they are at this point.
1: Yeah. If if it's so, it's such a bummer when we lose these close games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like one or two more free throws go in, completely different ending. And granted, this did end on basically a buzzer beater. They stopped with yeah, point three. It did. Yeah. It I I just you you always wonder like what could have been. You always wonder that. Absolutely. And, and this team had I feel like this team was just playing with what we had five guys and one one sub basically the whole game. I mean a few guys played like 6 or 4 minutes but when I look at the minutes distribution it was this the core five the starters and then Anwar off the bench. Or and that was it. I mean Mamadou I, played
0: a lot more yes. than usual. Uh, Because Fordham is pretty big, and I think he did a good job. Because Mamadou Mamadou never plays thirty-one minutes. He never plays that kind of minutes. Yeah. Um. Like usually starts, but he did a good job at neutralizing. I think. Um. uh, uh, What's his face? Um. Moore. He did a good job at neutralizing him. Yeah. And uh, he was he was big. He was real big. Um. But like you said. Um, you wonder just a few
1: more buckets once in a while. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. things add up and what you can control is the free throw shooting. So uh, I, if I'm Fran, I'm, I'm, I'm taking them and just doing free throws all day or just warming up. I, we did, uh, here, I, I, was it you rich that they're like, they're definitely doing that pregame. Like they're doing free, free throw practice pregame.
0: I don't know uh, if that, I don't know if that was me, but I think Khalil was, um, shooting some free throws, I you know, I guess it was practicing, but if I know Dumpy, you know, the, I know we say this all the time, like, the key thing is to limit turnovers, but I feel like it has to be, like, fundamental stuff, like turnovers, free throws. I feel like free throws has to be in the mix, because yeah. that's something that, um, you know, it, it's easy to do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, exactly. I mean, I mean you, you look at the number one team in the country, free throw percentage, and, um, even though they're not having a good season, you know, it's something they always write home about. It's Villanova. Yeah. They shoot like 84%, which is ridiculous. I don't expect us to shoot that well, but I would like to be in the seventies. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's something, you know, you know, it's, it's important. Um, it, it's going to, it could, you know, change the difference between a couple of games here and there. Yep. Um, but, you know, Fordham was able to, you know, grind out that victory when Fordham had the ball 14 seconds left. With the tie game, I was like, I had a really bad feeling that this game wasn't going to overtime, and I think it was Simbilla. was Cimbella? Earl no, I think it was Charlton. Charlton. It, the it game is Charlton. Yeah. I was like, oh man, I was like, I hope this goes to OT because I think we had the momentum. Um, it was so like that was a clutch shot. Yeah, it was very. Clutch. It was just money. I was like, oh my gosh, they it's were contested seen, like, it too too. of those.
1: They contested him. Like it was, it was like I felt like he was there was man on him. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, no, no like, it was good defense. I'm yeah, just glad was... he didn't foul. Yeah, it was good defense. I forget who's guarding him at the time, but um, you no know, better execution of the offense.
1: Yeah. Yep. Wish they had that one back yeah. when they lost this game. I feel like it felt very deflating.
0: Oh, absolutely, I was yeah. and,
1: and like devastating. And I hope that mm-hmm. the team didn't feel that way. But it's hard to ignore. Like I don't know that that type of stuff kind of stings and sticks with you. Um mentally and stuff you know it's like the one you should have had like yeah. I, I thought we were going to win throughout the game I, th- I felt like we were right there with them and we, had, like we, we were, had every right to win that game
0: yeah we were right there like we came back a lot we came back but the way you know Brandley kind of willed himself i thought we i thought we were going to win obviously you'd like to have a call possessions back but you know Ford could say the same thing but it really did stink because I, I felt the same way i, I thought we were going to I thought we were gonna be able to, you know, nip that out. Yeah. Um but you know, we we did not. We did nope. not. Very um, sad. Yeah. Very sad. So <laughs> that brings us to um today's game against St. Joe's and um St. Joe's beat LaSalle seventy one fifty nine. No, I said that wrong. I said that right. Seventy one fifty nine time gallerino on MLK Day. Um, I think it's the third year they had a tradition. It uh started um at LaSalle I guess 2 years ago um in 2021. So it's a cool little thing. I feel like it was a there's been a really good attendance uh lately. Yeah. Um, you know, today being a federal holiday, there was a good turnout on the alumni side and even the Saturday games which is, you know, it's it's good to see um an A10 play. Um, it's a louder in the goal which which is just great because sometimes it can be quite quiet in there especially during the week weekday games but um it's been great so far um to see that you know fans turn out on my side um
1: yeah typically we only have like a few people behind us mm-hmm. we're pretty high up compared to I don't know you we're, can't <laughs> it's a high school gym so we're not that high up but we're pretty or a few rows up and and uh during the weekday, there's usually no one behind us. We could stand and walk around yeah. and stuff. But these past two games, there's been it. packed. It's been holiday. packed behind us against mm-hmm. Fordham. There was this lady yelling yeah. like crazy behind it. I was like, "Where's the, this?" Oh, yeah, I was amazing. like, "Well, she
0: was like, she was like really into it." That's a good point. I forgot about that. That was you. was like she's yelling louder than us. Like we usually like have to start the chance, but she was like like higher. Like her pitch was higher than our, like she was really yeah. really really into it.
1: Yeah, this is a great. I feel like we lucked out with the schedule. I don't know. I don't know why. I, mean, I I'd have to go back and check. But to have a, a, I feel like every weekend we've had a game on a Saturday until next weekend. But uh, we've had a, a decent amount of games that are able to be attended yeah. by our fans. So yeah. I, I appreciated that. And uh, kudos to whoever made that schedule, and got us those. The, <laughs> I don't know who's who's in charge of that, but it was nice to see. I felt like the the vibe and the, the energy was really really great. I don't know if that's because a few, you know, Fordham fans and St. Joe's fans attended as well. That's true, but true. Like it, it was lo- more local. Yeah. It felt good. It felt good. I, I thought that people were paying money to see Dunphy, is what it felt like. It felt like people wanted to see Dunphy coach, but, but yeah. I, I love that.
0: Yeah. But um, unfortunately, today was kind of ugly. Um, yeah. So I made it closer at times. I think the closest they've got it, so it was maybe eight. Maybe seven, Maybe, I don't know. Maybe eight. I think it was eight. Um, yeah, I could be wrong. But St. Joe's was kind of, you know, hitting on all cylinders. Yes, today Eric Reynolds. I mean, he, he shot the ball very well. Cam Brown, Lin Greer, and their their guards did very very well, and they kind of limited and played very very good defense. Yep, on our guards, their their defense was excellent. I don't. No, I don't think they're known uh for their defense, but they really showed up. Lang had a great game plan. I know um, you know, he's on the hot seat. I guess you can say that. Um the seat's been hot forever. Yeah. <laughs> he's on it's the haunted. hot seat and um he's given a lot of flack, but he really had a great game plan today.
1: Yeah, they locked down I guess I, goal number one for them was to lock down Khalil and they successfully did that. They made other guys uh, make shots. Mm-hmm. That's, wh- that's why Fusaini had 24 points. Yep, that could Fusani. have been a career high. I'm not positive on that. But you look at the stat line, it's Fusseini 24. And then the next highest person is is Khalil with seven points. Everyone else had like, you know, six or less points. So <laughs> they did a really, really good job at playing defense. And, and uh, I, at, at the beginning of this game, I was thinking our guards are better than their guards, like straight up. I've seen our guards really play well these past few games. I was feeling really, really good about this. And they came in and they just popped us right in the mouth. And I felt like they had that lead to start 12-0 run to start the game. And they never looked back. It felt like they yeah. just were hitting yeah. shots after shots after shots. Eric Reynolds can move really quickly uh on the offensive side of the ball. And they just keyed it on our guards and said, all right, you you guys aren't going to stop us. We're going to make everyone else try and stop us. Um and it worked. It worked really well. So you cut off the head of the snake. I feel like that's that's what they did. And it, and it really cost us uh, that I hope, and you know, they got to figure out a way to like when Khalil gets doubled or whatever, like what's the plan? Yeah. Because other teams are going to look at that tape and say, all right, mm-hmm. well, here's how you beat LaSalle. It's very simple. Stop Khalil. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: what was I going to say? Yeah. I mean, St. Joe's, they play very well, but I think that, I mean, Khalil shot two of 16 and, you know, when you limit our guards, you know, the, the four of, you know, Nickelberry, Gill, Brandley, and Brick has the 23 points. I mean, that's a really good job. Yeah. But I don't want to – I don't know. I guess I'll throw out the excuses out there. I do think that Khalil tried to – he tried to force things a lot. You know, he tried to go to the rim a lot, and he just had his legs. I don't know if that was, you know, being tired. You know, three games in six days is kind of a lot. You're used to playing, you know, two, you know, in a week. So – Maybe you know that some of his, maybe have his legs because he was kind of fatigued. Um, might be an excuse, but um, well, yeah, he I, just I, couldn't. I, it, it didn't seem like he had. He was going a lot to the rim. Yeah, and I don't know if he was tired and have his legs, but I didn't know like when I looked at the, like at the game. I didn't think he took that many. I didn't know he was two or sixteen. Yeah, I know a lot of stuff wasn't falling, but I didn't realize it was. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know it was that bad. I didn't know I, it was
1: you're saying excuses i, I think uh no, um st joe's had this a similar schedule to us cuz they played on wednesday and then they played loyola on saturday and then they LaSalle play on two. monday so they had the yeah. same i was going to okay. look into that i was actually going to bring that up as a point uh that you know they had a more of a break like st joe's had more of a break in between games but they had basically the same schedule as us so okay. uh I, I think that might speak to our depth a little bit, you know what I mean? When you go like, when you have one day off in between games and grant, like kudos to St. Joe's to pull off, like they scored 86 against Loyola and then 71 against LaSalle. I really figured there would be some tired legs on their side and they would be, you know, kind of, it would be really crappy to, to to, like, I, I I saw, I thought it was gonna be like a low scoring game in general, but they came out and played really well against us, despite, the quick turnaround. So, they're just built a little bit better or or they just had a better game plan. I
0: mean, that's yeah. that's how I chalk it up. I mean, brantley played 37 37 38 minutes last week games. Like that that is a lot. That's a test. Like I don't know. That's that a is state. a lot. I Maybe mean, that's because we don't have a lot of depth. Um, I mean, that is why and he has the you know, he has the ball in his hands a lot and he really tries to create and I feel like when things are kind of flowing he tries to do it himself and um it's weird how these games happen, right? Like we got guys that played
1: all these minutes, but how do you get these other gu- guards involved? There's other guys on our team that aren't bad, right? Like Shepard and Marrero. I feel like they can make an impact. Nickelberry. I mean, we haven't mentioned his name in it forever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how do we get yeah. these other guys involved? That this team isn't complete without them. We. I feel like everybody's got to pitch in, especially on these games when there's no, there's no, there's a short turnaround time. You gotta have a deeper bench. And they, they threw out these guys for, like, what was seemingly forever. They they played the same amount of minutes they would normally. You know what I mean? I, I, I feel like yeah. Dunphy should have adjusted the game plan and got more guys involved.
0: I mean, I feel like he, I mean, he played 10 guys, but, I mean, it seemed like – I mean, Fusani – I don't know. I feel – the thing is with Dunphy, I feel like if they're doing well, if that player's doing well, he'll keep him out there. Yeah. And – I mean, Fusini John played 37 minutes. I don't think he usually gets... I think he usually probably, like, in the 25 range. Um, yeah. He, 35, he played 35 minutes to get four of How do you um, get that balance? How do you get that balance? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. That's a great
1: question. You got to figure out. I, You know, some guys that's sub in and out. out. Frank Martin was, like, going wild with the substitutions and stuff like that. Like, that's not a Fran quality. Would you say? Like, do you think... How often does Fran sub out every game? I, I don't think... Most games he subs a lot. Like I feel like yeah. you can see the usual suspects come in, the usual people, like like
0: Amor, because he usually comes off the bench,
1: or yeah, and then you'll see Deshaun and and um, uh, Andres, you know, or or you'll know
0: from what gate You don't know from game to game how much Marrero is going to play. Yeah, he's very. I don't know. <laughs> like you don't know how much he's going to play. It's interesting. It's usually, to me. like the twins, Brantley, Brickus. Gill, I feel, and they get most of the minutes and you sprinkle in, you know, Nickelberry starts, but I'd li- I would like to see him play more, but I feel like he, when he, you know, hesit- he doesn't, you know, take, when he hesitates and doesn't take as many shots, he kind of, you know, fades out. You know what I mean? I, I feel like we need he, he him. He set plays. Josh needs yeah, they set Yeah, need plays. to run plays for him, get him involved, because he's kind of key. I would like to see his minutes go up, but... I guess it all you know, depends on the production.
1: Yeah. We do have a log jam at the guard position, even though none of them are like, none of the bottom like four or five of our guards are like that good. I do feel like they're all capable and they could have a great game. You, you never know. So like adding them in in the right times
0: is key. Don't you agree? There's just a lot of guards. <laughs> no, th- we do have a lot of guards. Um, And I get you right. It, you know, you don't know what from game to game the management of them yeah but it it does seem like brickus and brandley do kind of compliment each other um, i agree
1: except on that then, last play against st joe's one of the one of the last plays of yeah. the game when it felt like we had a momentum there was like four was minutes left shot to, yeah that's when i thought we lost the game because he oh it, yeah, absolutely it was back and forth back and forth and then he, Khalil tried to get a ball over to Jameer and he Jameer wasn't looking and I was like, Oh, like at that yeah, time it was of the game, you can't do that. But I do agree. They do it for the most part. They do have a really good rapport together.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. But I, I mean, I give credit to St. Joe's. Yeah. Um, looks they, like they're going the right direction. So
1: yeah. Ha, that's what, yeah. Don't, don't say well, that.
0: No, but it does. For they, now. Like, they won two in a game. They beat Loyola by 30, like what one 34. I forget. Yeah, it's not bad. beat us by 12. So. You know, good for them. Um watch out. So we'll we'll play them again. Yeah. I think um, we'll win. Or maybe we'll play them two more times. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> who, who knows?
1: Probably we'll play them two more times. Before this game, I, I thought before these past two games I really thought we could avoid the pillow fight and now I am my expectations have
0: dropped. Yeah, again. I feel like that's kind of a thing. Yeah. Feel good and then Yeah, it's like we dropped. were two and one big win against UMass. Now we're two and three. With the losses against Fordham and Saint Joe's, like, and I feel like our schedule gets a little bit harder. Yep. Um. So I'm curious, like, the out the outlook of our team going forward. I think you predicted six and twelve. I think I was four and fourteen. Um. They still, you know, they still play George Washington twice. They still, still play. Is that the only team we played twice we didn't play yet? Is George Washington? I think that's right. They played, played UMass, played St. Joe's. Yep, you're played, right. Oh, we played Duquesne twice. I don't think – I think we played Duquesne twice. No, maybe not. No, we don't. Who's the other team we played twice? ready UMass. UMass. Joes. Oh, that's it. That's it. Yeah. So, the only team we haven't played
1: –
0: only team we played twice we haven't played is GW. Yeah, um, and they're pretty but, good. I was watching
1: them against Mason. They were pretty good. I my outlook right now is, hmm. Well, I'll I'll just can we just take it a few games at a time? Because like I feel like there'll be there'll be times when we're like, oh my gosh, this team's amazing. Yeah, no, I feel like you have to take it like that. But
0: I know that we originally said you said six and twelve. I said four and fourteen for conference record. But I feel like there's not going to be like a game on the schedule. Sort of like, oh, that's definitely a W. No, I maybe mean, against Loyola, but that's not until March, and who knows? You don't yep. really know. You don't. You don't really know. Like, yeah, we're gonna get
1: rocked by St. Louis, I predict. I mean, just my prediction, just yeah. based on history. Davidson yeah, we don't play well at Chaffetz. Davidson, I feel like we could eke one out. We could, we could, and it's home. It's a weird one, like a Tuesday night, like
0: yeah, Tuesday night, yeah. So, and then yeah.
1: at Rhodey, we'll be there, so they'll get a dub. No, <laughs> I'm scared of George Washington.
0: I'm scared yeah, of them. But I think their guard's a little better than ours. Yes. Like Bishop Adams and uh Edwards. I agree. I agree. Their bigs are probably better
1: than ours, too. So Yeah. At yeah, St. Like Joe's, was... get revenge. Um at St. Bonaventure, who the heck knows? I have no clue what to expect with that game. UMass, they want revenge. Yeah. They'll probably like beat us. Um Richmond is just flat out pretty good. But that's home. Yep. Yeah, eh. That's at least that's at home on a Wednesday. Kind of weird, eerie. Um, the next four, five games, like I, I, I just had to throw a dart at a dartboard. What's the slate after that? Mason Duquesne, and then GW
0: Dayton, and then Loyola. Okay, so that's okay. That's stretch before that. That's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. There's nothing you're going to circle. Like, oh, that's that's a win. I mean, no, nope.
1: I'd i be blindfolded, throwing a dart at a dartboard. Yeah. That's how I would predict these games, uh, based on these past three. Like, it's very difficult to predict. How yeah, it's-
0: I, yeah, it's going to be hard to predict the matchups. It's like our guards are our strength, but like you would say that against today. But St. Joe's guards are just as talented, and they had a really yeah. good game plan. So it, it's very hard to kind of predict what's going to happen. Um, But... If we're if we are going to upset teams and you know uh, eke out a few victories, you'd think it's going to be because of um, our guard play.
1: Yep, always. It's I, I w- the game that we win based on our our big men will be a big game, a big surprise to us, right? Like, could you imagine like Rokas dropping thirty and we win? Like, he's, or like, like the some twins going play. for like twenty each? That hasn't I, happened I, since non conference, right? They haven't know, gone off since non con. Like think both of them had
0: twenty. Like, I, like, if they both had 20 in the game, that would be complete, like, out of left field. Yes. Like, today, I think it was Fusani who had, what, 24, 26? Yeah. Yep. But if both of them had, tw- that would be completely out of left field. Yeah. Completely it would be Out insane. of left field. Let's like, hope I'll, that happens. Like, I feel like that's what Lang's game plan was, like you said. to so, you know, just crack down the guards and let the, you know, the front court beat you. Yep. And the front court had points than the four guards uh yeah but yeah like we'll we'll see going forward um yeah looking forward to it as it's always more realistic you know we came down to reality after the two and one start uh <laughs> yeah probably you know very um you could probably say this was gonna come gonna come um or gonna and happen. I had a,
1: a goal of beating Saint Joe's two more times and that goal is now in the trash
0: uh, it could happen
1: oh if we play him in the tournament yeah we could beat him two more times. That's true. That'd be a nice turnaround.
0: Yeah. Oh. Um It's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah, you don't it's want to lose to St. Joseph. Yeah. Hopefully hopefully they can, you know, play a respectable game against St. Louis. Yep. Um next Saturday. But it's good though. you know, they have some time off. You know, get back to school. Um you know, get back on that regimen. So yeah. ho- hopefully I'm hoping I'm hoping they can keep it close to Saint Louis. I know there's gonna be a good amount of um I should say a LaSalle contingent there. So hopefully they uh put on a good um show for the boys. Yeah, Gumby's back, if you guys remember that.
1: Yeah. Gumby was drinking beer. Uh <laughs> those are LaSalle fans and they, they come out. There's a there's a nice little pocket of them in Saint Louis. So get ready. Get ready. <laughs> They'll party. <laughs> That's all I got though, Rich. Do you do you have anything else you want to
0: talk about? Um, no, no, I'm good. I think we covered, you know, the last three games, and and know I was really excited, and I kept looking the, I kept looking at the conference record. And I'm like, oh, it's it's only one win, even though it was UMass, and then I feel like we're back to reality with losses against Fordham and St. Joe's, but um, you know, was, you know, there's just a couple losses. Hopefully, they can, you know. Um, learn from it. I, the thing is with this team, I give them credit. I feel like they're never out of a the game. They're always going to scrap and claw. Even though yes. at times against St. Joe's, they were down twenty. You know, they were down by you know eight, maybe ten to Fordham. They fight and claw back. Yep. And I think a lot of that has to do with you know Khalil being like leader of the team. He's always going to scrap and claw and give you know a hundred and ten percent. And that sounds cliche but he is all heart and soul. He's so gritty um, and he's going to do whatever it takes. And I I just love the effort and they're never out of it, even though it might be disappointing at times when they could go down by double digits. It's never, they're never out of it and they're always going to fight.
1: Yep. You got it. You got it. They're dogs. They're dogs. Well, that does it for this episode. Short, quick, simple. I felt like we kind of covered a lot of the games and, uh, we'll continue to do that going forward we've we've been discussing internally about maybe another potential road trip
0: Ooh. we've got the itch are we
1: going to see another a10 arena before the season's over stay tuned uh maybe we'll we'll release that information on the twitter sphere and uh we're looking forward to these next few games and we'll be in uh rhode island so i don't know if you heard our previous episode but, but please submit your thoughts and ideas as to what we'll be doing in, in, in Rhode Island. Uh, we have a few plans already, but please shoot them over. We're looking forward to it. So the GOLA boys are going on a road trip.
0: Yeah, thank you for everyone who's DM'd us with um, and replied with uh, suggestions and recommendations for places uh, in Rhode Island. We appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. For sure.
1: Can't wait. But until then, it's a great day to be an explorer. Bye, Dawn.